0: Hi, I'm Randy Efron from Skylatis Property Capital and Real Estate Adventure Club. I'm a former CPA, and I spent over a decade in New York City investing capital into commercial real estate on behalf of the private equity and Wall Street lending firms that I worked for. Now, I leverage that experience in those relationships to help you raise capital for your real estate deals. Today's episode is part three of Bridge Loans. The first thing that I wanted to discuss is how lenders determine the amount of loan proceeds for their bridge loans. As a reminder, bridge lenders are making loans to borrowers based upon an assumption that the property's cash flow and value will increase after the loan is closed. The bridge lender views their loan as a short-term financing solution that will be refinanced after the property achieves stabilization. Therefore, the amount of loan proceeds that bridge lenders give their borrowers is based upon future estimates of cash flow and value rather than the property's current cash flow and value. Those future cash flows and values will determine the likelihood of whether the bridge loan can be refinanced by another lender after the property achieves stabilization. Most non-bridge lenders favor properties with stable cash flows, so once the property stabilizes, the property should have more financing options available to it. Given what I just said, bridge lenders will underwrite deals and come up with their own estimates of stabilized cash flows and values. They will also hire an appraiser to do the same. The estimates that the lender and appraiser come up with are the bases for calculating the metrics that lenders use to determine their bridge loan proceeds. The first loan sizing metric is the as-stabilized loan to value ratio, otherwise known as the as-stabilized LTV. The as-stabilized LTV is calculated by dividing the bridge loan by the as-stabilized value of the property. The bridge lender is solving for an as-stabilized LTV that is low enough to convince them that their bridge loan can be easily refinanced by another lender after the property achieves stabilization. For example, let's assume that a local bank lends money at 65% of a property's as-is value. If that were the case, the bridge lender will want to make sure that their loan proceeds equal 65% or less of their as-stabilized value since their as-stabilized value will be the as-is value for the new lender in the future. The as-stabilized LTV that bridge lenders target varies by property type, geography, and deal profile. For example, many non-bridge lenders will finance up to 75% of value for multifamily properties. Conversely, few non-bridge lenders will finance up to 75% of a hotel's as-stabilized value. Therefore, a bridge lender may only be comfortable with a 75% as-stabilized LTV for a multifamily property, while they may only be comfortable with a 65% as-stabilized LTV for a hotel. Now, since I don't want these episodes to get too long, I am going to stop here and continue talking about bridge loans in my next episode. Please click like, subscribe, or follow if you would like to stay informed about new episodes, or send me an email at randy.efron at skylattice.com if you need help raising capital for your deal or you would just like to leverage your time better without incurring any overhead. Thanks and I'll see you next time.